High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. means friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and it's still summer, but it's the waning days of summer. Kyle and I have started to pack up our home, our life here on San Emilio Island. We're heading back to the mainland. Got a couple more days here. We're stretching it out. It's Labor Day weekend. In the United States, and we don't like to miss a good Labor Day party, safely of course, but we don't like to miss a good Labor Day party. So we're going to be here through the next week. But of course, that's not why you're here. You're here for some Twilight content, or you're just very loyal to the show. I don't know. <laughs> but I appreciate it. So this message is not for you, but if you are new to the show, Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And while you're there, leave us a positive review or give us a five-star rating. Also, a great way you could help the show out is by telling a friend about High School Slumber Party. Come on, Labor Day weekend. You're going to have some drinks in here. Like, what are you up to? Just be like, I've been listening to High School Slumber Party, and it's been awesome. The summer, they talk a lot of beach movies, a lot of other kinds of movies. And our senior year is coming up, and we're super, super stoked about it. That'll get them talking. That'll get them stirring. Or maybe you're on a date. There's dating apps. This was supposed to be Hot Girl Summer. I hope you had a Hot Girl Summer. And I hope you mentioned High School Slumber Party on dates. And I hope you got that second date. Of course, you can check out our older episodes on our archive at cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Archive. I like saying it like that. <laughs> At cageclub.me, you'll find a host of other podcasts, such as Too Fast, Too Forever, Joe 2's main podcast, also Foodie Films, which is on hiatus, Kyle's podcast, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of other pop culture content. Of course, another podcast that's there is Mike Mansey's podcast, Third Time's a Charm. Mike and I took a little break after our two Corey's lap, but I was happy enough to join him for Revenge of the Nerds Part 3. That, of course, is a podcast on third film, so you want to check that out wherever you get your podcasts, or again, at cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. So, if you're a good listener of the show, you'll know that on Monday we had Part 1 of this episode. 
because when Joe Two and Kate Hudson and I talk Twilight, sometimes we talk for a long time. So top fan Joe Two joins us today. And I mentioned that because on Facebook, Joe Two and his wife Rachel have been named top fans. They have the badge. So people, feel free to take it away from them. Feel free to earn it yourselves. I don't know how people earn it. I don't know the Facebook algorithm, but social media is super important to this podcast. Class participation is super important to your grade. So make sure you follow High School Slumber Party on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like, send me messages, tweet stuff out. I'll always read them. Most of the time I'll reply. Sometimes I'll just heart it if I'm like, you know what? You nailed it. You don't even need my words anymore. <laughs> definitely, definitely reach out. Or you could just email me at highschoolslumberparty at gmail.com. That's highschoolslumberparty at gmail.com. So should we do it? Should we get into Eclipse? We damn well should. So let's pick up where we left off, shall we? Right at the end of the movie. And of course, we're going to get into our super, super, super fun games. Oh, I love the games. Wait till you see what Kate made me purchase. Wait till you see what Joe makes Kate purchase. This is a fun episode. So let's go to that old Twilight Eclipse soundtrack. Let's see what we can pull for you. Ooh, how about this one? Florence and the Machine. Heavy in your arms. Strap on your bathing suit. Let's get in the hot tub for one of the last times this summer. I'll see you on the other side. I was a heavy heart to carry. My beloved was weighed down. My arms around his neck. My fingers laced crown I was a heavy heart to carry My feet dragged across the ground And he took me to the river Where he slowly let me drown My love has concrete feet My love's an iron ball Wrapped around your ankles Over the waterfall I'm so I saw on Etsy, totally unrelated, but somebody knits Bella's hat in this movie. Oh, All her she, hats. Because she has that hat. She has a hat in this movie? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, winter hat. Yeah, but she's cold. Oh, okay. We're not going in order, Joe, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about when they have to go into the woods. Okay, so I have thoughts. I have thoughts. So they go into the woods to do some hiding before the big battle, right? And... Obviously, Bella's special, so werewolves and vampires are like, yeah, cool, we have to save the special girl. Duh. (laughs) So the olds of the clans really don't care about the battle. You know, Carlisle, Billy, they're just like, yeah, the kids are fucking around again, whatever. But they're like, we have to keep Bella safe. So they put her in a tent in the woods in snow. And she's human, so she needs to be warm, right? Is this what we're getting to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because before this, we've seen Jacob a lot, and he does not have a shirt the entire movie. Edward not at all. Does this man even own it. a shirt? Yeah, exactly. If you, exactly. if you worked as hard to get that body, I'd be, I'd be naked the entire time too. It's a good point. It's a Fuck good point. yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at like nineteen, uh, yeah, I didn't wear many shirts because I didn't have 
you know, this going on here. Like, he didn't need to. I've seen it. I uh, I did a Facebook deep dive of you, Joe, and you were shirtless. I was shirtless. And I think yeah. I like. I like. Think I like the photo. <laughs> you should have dug it up. Tag I want. Me. Yeah. Is this like Taylor Lautner shirt, shirtless or like? No, Taylor Lautner shirtless. I, I like. I wasn't wow. ever like as ripped as no. Taylor. Lautner. I was gonna like, say joke. Was. Yeah. Like I'm not. <laughs> I'm not flexing that hard, but like I, I was a 20 year old boy. Like I had a 20 year old buck. boy's body. I, I was so effortlessly skinny at 21, and I drank That's what so I mean, much right? more. Yeah, I was just yeah. Those are the good times. <laughs> the good old days. So I do think it's stupid that she had to go to the top of a mountain. But then I like vaguely remember from the books, the logic is the newborns, they had to draw them away from civilization, or else they just fucking massacre forks, which would have been an awesome okay. movie. So sense. I think that they were looking for Bella specifically because Victoria. And I think the reason why they kept her in the area, they're like, nah, this ends now with Victoria. She's never going to leave you alone. It's time to kill the bitch. Okay. So tent, cold. Oh, just one more thing too. Uh, I was looking at my notes for this. Jasper also tells them that this is a great spot for the battle to be. So if they're going to come, it's a good place to lure them to. Because he knows his battle preparation. Oh, yeah, from, yeah. Because he's better at ours. Yeah, from, yeah. From, yeah. Right. from fighting, uh, you know, against Union soldiers. and Yeah. Know, that, that's hard. Like, that's so fucked up. That we're using the knowledge used against us to fight the goddamn new, newborns. But they weren't, like, fighting in, in fucking Forks or Seattle. You know what I mean? Like, nobody was that far away. So, like, he just this knows terrain. He's, he's like it's an open field that's good enough for me yeah that's what i'm saying but the point is is that's hard won knowledge he got by murdering the good guys i love that i don't know if you guys know this but there's a throwaway line where he was like oh after i i rescued some women and children i met up with these ladies like and yeah. like, oh you're a good guy okay yeah you rescued the white women and children yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yes, yes yes yeah that's right like right before he meets maria and them at the yeah i remember this Okay. It's ridiculous. Bella tent shiver. She's so cold. And Edward just face magic watching this, just grimacing, like because he can't do anything, because as as Rachel told me, he feels like marble. He's so cold. And <laughs> and <laughs> in walks Jacob. I who's bet he like, was who, who's like I can't sleep with all the shivering. And they have this like long face magic discussion where Jacob is like, you know, I have to do it. And Edward's like, no, don't snuggle her. And he's really sad that Jacob's going to have to snuggle her. But eventually he caves because obviously he has to save Bella. That's the whole reason why we're here. That's why we're outside in the woods anyways in, in winter. And he lets Jacob snuggle her. And then Jacob just sits on one elbow for hours just staring at edward and they have like these like (laughs) conversations about who she loves more and why she will love who it's probably one of the best parts of the movie this is incredible and all i wanted this whole time it's like i'm watching it i'm like oh i'm really into this i like this you know they're having this conversation bella's right there he's behind her and i just wanted him to give like one gentle thrust while he's talking to edward you know what i mean just like just give her a little 
<laughs> so Raper? The- no, 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 no. Uh, he had he had cargo shorts on, Kate. He had cargo shorts and vans on. Oh, okay, he was so wearing clothes. You wanted some light sexual assault of Bella while they were talking. Just ru- gentle rubbing from behind. The, I car- just the cargo just- shorts don't make it better. <laughs> yeah, this is, you basically are saying, I want some light sexual assault just to piss off Edward, my friend. I wanted, I wanted him to be looking Edward in the eye and just be like, boop like in the back of bella just gently like he maybe he was shifting who knows but just i wanted edward to see it and see the tension that that would have built that's what i'm saying i think you can get there without the sexual assault aspect dude three minutes later she's like kiss me now in front of edward so like it's the tension's there she only does that though basically in the books it's like to give him false hope so he doesn't because she thought he was gonna have a suicide mission in the fight really yeah <laughs> you couldn't get that via the not explaining it at all part in the movie. no <laughs> no it's just back and forth wishy-washiness that like everybody is okay with but okay back to the cargo shorts and vans why did stephanie is this in the book did stephanie meyer have a thing for like 19 year old skater boys that we didn't know about or can you help explain this I know that she explicitly talks about the shorts aspects of it. It's she, because, she literally talks about the cargo shorts? Yeah, because they're so hot all the time. Oh, yeah. The shorts keep them cool. That's also why they're shirtless. I don't know if the vans get mentioned. Okay. Maybe that was a Taylor Lautner choice. I don't know, but these, these scenes to me are just so, again, just two actors on different planes, different ideas of what their careers are going to be. Films. Yeah. films everything everything's so different about the two of them and we've seen that yeah i mean i watch good times <laughs> they, they were on two different abduction and good times that's where we went okay so very different spreads by the way i did i did a deep dive of your facebook joe and were you played by a different actor 10 years ago as i was this is your oh. first this is your first facebook photo i shared the screen Oh, look at you. You're so cute. What a baby. What a I baby. Know. You can never tell bean. how dudes are going to look like from like 15 what a baby. to like 30. <laughs> was a small bean. I You're was. adorable. <laughs> Thank you. See, this is why I was shirtless. Kate, does it make sense now? No. <laughs> I mean, like, look at that. I was a small boy. The like, first shirtless obviously. photo I found of you is, I think, you with Rachel early on. No, there's one earlier than that. I'm looking. I'm looking. There's better ones than that. Oh, I see one. Nope, Where? that's just a pink shirt, I think. No, right there. I see shirtless. Is that it? This is a pink shirt. Oh, oh, it looks shirtless <laughs> to my Yeah, that's, and that's eyes. not me anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these well, bros. Look at these bros. There's no bro. shirtless pictures of me on. Oh, God, there used to be. Here, this is the one I was like. No, I have earlier ones than this. This I was already fading at this point. <laughs> that's like, I'm with Rachel, so like, it's just <laughs> downhill from now. Fading. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Please keep this part in the podcast just five minutes of you scrolling trying to find shirtless Joe for no goddamn reason. Silence doesn't work well on a podcast, but no, that's exactly. Let people sit with their silence. Yeah, digest <laughs> digest the mild humping for a second. You keep going back to it. I'm telling you, that's sexual assault. <laughs> On that note. I don't disagree. I'm just saying I still want it. Speaking of uh, sexual crimes, Kate, I know you're a big proponent here of Rosalie's character arc 
in this love film. It. Oh, She's true. She's such a bitch. What I a love her. Yeah, what a good segue. segue. <laughs> I know. Dun, dun. But yeah, I mean, okay, so we learn that <laughs> she, what era does she exist in? I can't really tell. 1920s. 20s, okay, that's what I thought, but I really want to be inaccurate. So she was like the bell of the ball. She really liked this guy. Hottest girl in school. This, yep. this guy liked her, but he was he used bloody and dreaded thing of alcohol one night. Um, there was a bunch of drunk dudes and the gang raper. The gang raper, which yes, to was, death. What probably the darkest part of the entire Twilight franchise now. Yeah, it's. I mean, Stephanie Meyer really likes to threaten rape of her women. Like she just loves that. Feels on brand. Royce King was the most eligible bachelor in town. I barely knew him. But I was young. I was in love with the idea of love. On the last night of my life, I left a friend's house late. I wasn't far from home. (laughs) Hey, Rose! Come over here. Here, hold this. Hey, come over here. We've been waiting for you. There she is. You're drunk. I just think there's something really magical about a woman who becomes a vampire due to sexual violence. And then Stephanie Myers will talk about how she obnoxiously bones her, her, her mate, like to the point where it irritates everyone else. I think that there's something powerful in that inadvertently. I also like that Rosalie gets revenge. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her revenge moment is awesome. She's like, I bit, was a bit dramatic back then. <laughs> and she has that wedding dress and she kills uh, her rapist. In this watch, I notice more how, and this is things you pointed out, Kate, but like, she's the one who's very much against Bella becoming a vampire. Yeah. She was like, yeah. the ch- you have a chance right now to be human, have a child, live a normal life. We are stuck here. This is kind of our prison, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good point, honestly. I love her. It's the one time in the movies where you're like, oh, Bella's goals and Kate state Bella's goals for everyone who's wondering. Bella's goals are to become a vampire and get laid. Yes. Where Bella's goals kind of Rosalie's the opposite, right? Like victim of of a horrendous sexual assault. She became a vampire. And yes, she got her revenge, but she's kind of stuck in that position forever. And it's like, oh. Okay, the movie has 90% like, oh, vampire, being a vampire is cool, and that's what you should do. But this little bit of Rosalie's story is the one time Stephanie Meyer actually uses literary tools to make us think, maybe she shouldn't do this. Well, notice how she does that in, in, the, in the Jacob culmination of relationships. So it's also to juxtaposition like, position her life with Jacob could be normal. Yeah, oh, that's a really good point. And Jacob's selling point, you're right, is just like, hey, you don't have to make any compromises with me except that you'll be with a wolf and I potentially might scratch you in the middle of the night. Your face. Yes, your face. Other than that, this is easier. I, watching the movie, was never like, maybe she should choose Jacob. Maybe it's, like you said, like Rachel said, um, it's better expressed in the book. It is. But in the films, I was like, no, like, he, Jacob seems like a whiny little asshole. Oh, he's so fucking whiny. This whole yeah. weird. He's just simpy. He's just like too available to Bella. That's what it is. If he was like a little bit like, no, Bella, like, you know, you know, you can't handle a werewolf. She would have like been all over <laughs> that shit. 
That's true. Yeah, you can't really argue with that. <laughs> right? Like, he's just like, oh, it's so easy. Like, you're saying, like, it's so easy to be with me. Like, I'll take care of you. And she's like, yeah, I don't want that. We see this in a lot of teen films. And unfortunately, it is rewarded at, at times where it's just like, I don't want to be with you. No, no, no. But I'm better than that asshole. Please, please, please. And it's like, they ask a million times and finally, in certain films, finally the girl's like, okay, I'll be with the best friend loser character, you know. I hate that. It's the worst. It's the worst. And it's aged terribly. There's, to me, no argument in this movie for Jacob. Maybe in the book, but in this movie, he just, like, I don't want him around. Yes, he fights for her, but the other wolves do equal in their part, which I don't know what their motivation is. Yeah, I don't know either. That, that's the whole thing. Like, how did she get everyone else involved in this shit? Is what I want to know. Because their newborns are coming for her, and the wolves are sworn to protect humans against vampires. Mm, they so don't make they're in the fight because it's of the newborns, not because of Bella. Interesting. Okay, okay. And that's why Leah's such a bitch to her, because Bella is the one bringing the newborns and putting them in danger. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Like, Leah Clearwater is the Rosalie of the wolf pack, and I, she is yeah. my second favorite character. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, that, that tracks. I get it. So a couple more uh, points I wanted to talk about. The Seattle vampire thing, we really haven't gotten into it. That's really how the movie starts. It's a dark kind of vampire living there. What's her name? Victoria. Victoria is recruiting these vampires here because she wants the newborns. Seattle's in building chaos. An army. Seattle's in chaos. Right. Everything's dark there. It's always raining in Seattle, as we know from television and we film. We don't have a nice old woman to be like, the fucking vampires are back like I want the whole time. <laughs> One of the recruits, though, is this like little girl, and she's never all in. And Kate, I remember you told me like uh, Stephanie Meyer wrote like a short story about this little girl. You mean Brie Tanner? Yes. Brie Tanner, the sh- yeah. The short second life of Brie Tanner. So flash her to the end. She gets killed, and that was one of my most shocking Twilight moments, right? Because yeah. like, we have this little girl who reluctant to be on the bad team. Dakota and, Fanning shows up. Yeah, yeah, the Volteri are like slowly stalking everyone in this movie. Not doing anything, but watching things play out. And when she dies at the end, I'm like, holy shit. But there was, yeah. Did you read this little short story that Stephanie Meyer did? I think I have it somewhere now, but no, I didn't at the time. Because I'm like, why the fuck would I care? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now I care, but back then I didn't care. Good to know. Good to know. Joe, what was your thoughts on the Seattle Vampire Army and all that going on? Um, I I mean, I just, you know, I, I went with God, went with Kate, and just went Bella special. And, like, that's why we need to do this. And and it just solved all my problems. Because I had a lot of questions and tension internally about it. And then just, you know, Bella special. That's it, man. <laughs> Do you know, I remember when we first started doing this, Joe, and you were like, I don't remember three, so I guess it wasn't that great. And just listening to you talk today, I'm like, ah, yeah. No, this, <laughs> this is real. This is like one of my favorite. Like the face magic, it gets really campy. It's so stupid. The plot like is so useless in this movie. It's just like they could have had like Bella, Jacob, and Edward just sit in a room and be like, who am I going to fuck for like two <laughs> hours? And then that, that would have been the same movie, right? Like that's what we get. So I'm just looking through my notes. And one of the things I wrote, because there's this like new Bob Ross documentary on uh, Netflix. Okay. This movie is a lot of like sexual tension and fighting in front of Bob Ross paintings. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I get that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very true. It really is. It's just like happy trees and nature in the background. There's some great like... shots in here. Yeah. <laughs> 
Speaking of shots, and I know Rachel had, it was already in my notes, but Rachel, it's one something that Rachel messaged me about last night. This is the movie where you famously get those CGI Jacob in the suit shots. Yes! <laughs> I had never seen these, both oh, her ne- and my sister. But like when she like rubbed his head, they were like, oh God, yeah, that's it. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they were like, you've never seen the shots. So for anybody that doesn't know, for some reason, they thought it was a good idea to put Taylor Lautner in the CGI bodysuit. So that Bella pets Taylor Lautner in real life. And it's completely CGI'd into a wolf. That could have been any person on the set. They chose to have Taylor Lautner actually go through with it for God only knows what reason. And it's glorious. It's glorious. It's some of the best images of the production of these films. Maybe even the best. I've posted them mm. a lot. What? Mm, I think I think Robot Renesmee takes the cake. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. yes. Renesmee is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Not way too easy Renesmee. But before that, these like pet, and there's a bunch of like, Shots of her petting him and, and just Taylor Lautner acting his ass off in these like CGI scenes. He's not going to talk in. He's not going to, he's not seen in it at all. He's completely overlaid with a fake CGI wolf. So there's <laughs> no reason to use this man. That's what I'm most confused about. Like why they were like, and how he agreed. He's like, can you just get like the fucking like that guy to do it? What was the point? Like, was the set, the director trying to like actually build sexual tension chemistry between them and thought that they would get a better performance out of Bella if Taylor Lautner was in a green man suit, gray man suit, (laughs) while he's getting petted by her. I don't get it. All the contract negotiations, he probably wanted more money because he's the third lead. They're like, no, fuck you. If if we give you an extra $10,000, you got to green screen it. You got to be the green screen man. (laughs) Save a little bit of money there. I don't know what it is. So I have this theory that anything I think of in my mind, someone's already has a tattoo of it. Oh, it's Rule Thirty Four, but for tattoos. Uh, yeah, I Do you know at, Rule Thirty Four. Remind if me can, if you can imagine it. There's porn of it. Oh yeah, 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 I know that one. But tattoos, yeah, yeah. So honestly, I couldn't find it, and it was really disappointing. So I did this on the Goofy movie, and my cousin Pumpkin got a Goofy movie tattoo. So slumberers out there, if you would like to get a tattoo of uh, Bella petting a CGI suit. I got a better question. Brian and Kate, what would your Twilight tattoos be? Well, I want to get the challenge first. Okay, good, 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 good. If you do want this Taylor Lautner being petted by Bella tattoo him in the CGI suit, we will fund it on High School Slumber Party. Please, if anyone can... I'm actually pretty tempted. I'm... That's... (laughs) That's an expensive tattoo. Oh, I just paid good money for a Goofy movie tattoo. I, I know, but I don't think anyone will take it. And if they do, great. I don't care. It's, that's a pretty good tattoo. It's so stupid. Like that's like <laughs> epically. That that's what I'm saying. Like you transcend the like du- like people be like, do you have a Twilight tattoo? Do you have a Twilight tattoo of Taylor Lautner in a CGI suit getting pet? Like that's the the images like the back. That would go viral. It would help the podcast. It's a great advertisement. So it's pretty good. The thing is, you just need space. Like you need like a big canvas. For yeah. That. Well, I that's think you could do it on a bicep. A I think you could do it on an arm. No, because you got to put it somewhere that you're kind of hiding it. So, like, thigh, <laughs> you don't I'm have, guessing. Why hide it? Why hide it? <laughs> I mean, like, because, like, 
<laughs> you got you have to have the real estate and a space it's like that's <laughs> not like i'm at the pool and like people are like why do you have taylor lautner getting petted in a bodysuit by bella and twilight like eclipse movie tattoo like what the fuck <laughs> There's a, there's a lot of questions, which I like, but I would have to have it kind of understated. So, like, you know, if you have it on your thigh, then people just see, like, the bottom of it, and they're like, that's an interesting tattoo. What is it? And you, like, pull your <laughs> pant leg up, and then you see Taylor Lautner <laughs> and K-Stu, like, getting <laughs> there in the bodies. They'd be like, what the fuck? And, yeah, and man. That, and that's why it's glorious. So challenge out there for all you twihards, all you slumberers, whoever wants Here to do guys. Joe, you you can you can do it as well if you think about it. I'm I'm tempted. I have to run it by Rachel. She'll probably tell me though. <laughs> There's like a lot of dumb tattoo ideas I have, and like also I want like really shitty '90s tattoos, like like tribal <laughs> yin yang flames and stuff. No! And she's totally. To- she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Please get like them. I like like that's I, what I mean. Yes. Like, can you imagine if you saw like a guy that like just got a tribal tattoo? Like, <laughs> like what would your reaction be if you're like at a bar and like somebody's <laughs> like greased up of their new like yin yang tribal tattoo? Glory. Isn't that hilarious? I would feel very great. I would feel like. Do you guys know about what my brother's tattoo is? No. Tribal yin yang flames. Oh no, it's so fucking stupid. So his name is Bucky, and this is important okay. for the story. Is his birth name Bucky, or is that what you? I'm not going to give his full full name because you don't, okay. have, to. You don't have to. Just no. It's not. He he was born with the intention of always calling him Buck or Bucky. Okay. Um, okay. Bucky so, Hudson. Yeah, yeah. He's an idiot. Don't don't seek him out. He's he's not great, Bob. As far as a internet appropriate views okay. anyway he was in arizona which should be your first clue um, so you tattoo, he did something with jade oh with just, turquoise just, oh you whatever you're thinking joe you are never going to guess this in a million years so he was there for mechanic school and his landlord at the time wanted to be a tattoo artist so he's like hey if you let me tattoo you you don't oh, have scratcher scratch. tattoos those are the best yeah like oh. the ones of people just training just wait so he's like but you get to pick what it is and buck and the reason why i've shared his name is about to become a parent buck's like cool i want one of those air freshener trees tattooed on my chest with a little string around it but instead of air freshener and the scent i wanted to say sex freshener and i want the scent to be buck juice and he got that he that little asshole is in his 30s now and yeah, it has, as far as I know, still has the sex freshener tattoo around his chest. That's going to be a very expensive removal at some point. Uh, Bucky will never get it removed. I love how you have a younger brother named Bucky with a tattoo of an air freshener tree that says... Sex freshener. Sex freshener, buck juice. I love Can that. Can you just... He actually would be the one to get the Bella jacob tattoo kate you have the hookup let us know he he doesn't know where i live because he has this habit of like just moving in and staying and not leaving so <laughs> oh that's good that's a good yeah I, I i tend to keep bucky at arm's length cool so he doesn't listen to your podcast content no bucky thinks uh the internet is for nerds still <laughs> well played I love he's it. right i mean like he's, <laughs> he's not wrong how many siblings do you have kate uh blood I have four blood. I have like in in your coven. How yeah, many? in your coven. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about well, blood. Or my parent. Yeah, my parents divorced later in life. So then I think I have like five or six step siblings too, and a ward. There's a ward in there too. You have a ward. Oh my god. My dad has a ward. I hope you have a ward one day. That's one of my goals in life. I mean, I'm pretty sure my dad would give you his. 
I don't. I don't want to get into this. He doesn't. He doesn't like his ward. Well, nobody likes a teenager. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no offense, to the teenagers out there. High school slumber party. <laughs> um, okay. Woo. We we've been going off on tangents today. Is there anything else you want, guys want to talk about before our big, if you want to call it big, big endings? Um, I would just say that the Twilight tattoo I would get would be Rosalie in the wedding oh. dress with red eyes near my yes. bikini line with the words, I was a little theatrical back then, and I would take no questions about why it was there or the location. Pretend like you can't see it. I, I think that would be the best response to that tattoo. People would be like, what's that tattoo mean? be like, what? Okay, so, so what Twilight tattoo would you get? Because Kate, that is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Mine would obviously be Jacob's wolf tribal arm tattoo like he has in this movie <laughs> when you become a werewolf you magically get a tattoo apparently that's what i want i don't know what i would get because <sighs> it could be anything it could be like scenes character shots from the movies not you know what i mean like there's yeah you get like the, just an apple in the hands like, i know what you thing. need you need to get a can of mount rainier beer tattooed on you that's actually pretty badass dude that i would get that i would <laughs> that's like, pretty uh, fucking well, cool i have zero tattoo. i've purchased and paid for more tattoos than i have on my body which is zero and i'm not really i'm not anti-tattoo i just i'm a little afraid of needles i'm also a little afraid of the conversation believe it or not of the of being in there for like a couple hours with a tattoo there's no artist. conversation you don't have to talk at all i went to a tattoo artist and she just played like i'm gonna say paw patrol but it wasn't paw patrol but she just like played like some stupid cartoon on netflix and just like we just watched netflix that's the reason i don't get haircuts a lot because i don't want to sit there like hey what are you up to and like you're like 30 minutes having a conversation you don't want to have. It's weird. And also, they take my glasses off. I can't if you see. Stop, if you stop talking, they, they get the gist of it, bro. I, I it. do it all the time. <laughs> so my Twilight tattoo, that's a good one. I was thinking because of High School Number Party, I would get like the, the graduation hat. What are they called? The collage that they have. You in would just room. get a collage of graduation. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very Twilight, but it works. Get like a tattoo of vitamin C, the, the singer. That's not Twilight. That's no, that is not Twilight. But, you, but you're going to graduation hat. Oh, the collage of the graduation hat. Okay. You know what I get? Maybe on my arm, like sparkles, like a little, just like sparkles. <laughs> you're gonna listen. If you're gonna get a Twilight tattoo, you need to fucking commit to getting a Twilight tattoo. This hypothetical. Don't like beat around the bush. Like yeah. make something overtly Twilight. I see why you don't have any tattoos. You're too like, like oh, look at my fancy tattoo that has deep meaning exactly you what need I, stupid tattoos mount rainier beer excellent i can't i was gonna say you can't make your first tattoo a stupid tattoo but i guess you can again you can just talk and to buck fun. buck or i made my cousin's second tattoo goofy movie and his first tattoo was something stupid too so it's <laughs> stupid tattoos are the best tattoos like that's the way to go I, would, I have lots of ideas that i would cover my body in dumb tattoos i'm just not allowed to do them because I live in a house with another person. And- I don't want you to get divorced, but like if you got divorced, like 5% of me would be like, oh, he gets to have those tattoos. That's good. <laughs> when Rachel gets sick of me enough to leave me, which I tell her all the time, it will happen. When, when it happens, <laughs> it will be a glorious day. You guys will get everything that you wished for. Like it will, it will come crashing down beautifully. Like 
a phoenix burning. It will. It You'll will just happen. You'll be high on ketamine, covered in face tattoos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's nothing else left. So I would good. honestly like I whatever I was doing in my life, I would stop it to have a podcast that depict it. I'd have like interviews with Rachel, Week, like weekly check-ins. Yeah, like why she left. Those kind of things. Like oh, it's what's obvious. Going on with I you? suck. I mean, like there's there's, there's, there's <laughs> that's that's one. There you go. I made the episode. She's like, he, that guy sucks. Like yeah. But got, I want an episode where it's like, hey, Rachel, I know you don't want to talk about this, but six months later. This is what Joe's doing. Did you make the right decision? And it's like, it should be like, yes, I absolutely made the right decision. <laughs> he's got to have made that decision eight years ago. Is what I'm trying to say. If he's like, now covered in tribal band tattoos, <laughs> high off his ass on ketamine, watching Law and Order SVU constantly, in the yeah. Twilight on loop. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, of course. All right. Okay. So, final battle scene. Any notes here? I don't know. A, fa- a head got punched off. I, that, that's, that was my couple note times, of this. A couple times. Yeah, like the head punching off part and them shattering. Cool. The rest of it, I'm like, stop doing battle scenes. I really don't care. I struggle to think about what the plot of this movie is. <laughs> I, I enjoy it, but it's more for like the silliness. If yeah. you're like, what's going on? How are they forwarding the plot? Not no, a lot here. Nothing. Sexual tension. We end in that field of flowers again, and it's just another con- conviction. That's their field. It's their field, and we got a, a wedding date, which just passed. Thank you, Kate, for reminding me. I put a little thing on Twitter for August something. August 13th, guys. I stayed home and watched it. That's August 13th. Right. Yeah. It's the red. like I had plans. It's COVID. <laughs> I, I try not to make too many plans in COVID. You had to be back at four. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. I, I'm using that in real life so many times. Like, somebody's going to be like, like, hey, uh, you want to go do this thing today? I'd be like, I'm going to be back at four. I <laughs> so, can't marry you. <laughs> I mean, we talked about everything that's in my notes. Anything else? I intertwined all of mine in. I'm I'm exhausted of the noting. I'm not exhausted of talking to you guys, which I love. But I'm just like, I've gone through all my notes. I'm, I'm hungover. <laughs> okay, so there's... <laughs> There's one thing that I read that I think is hilarious. Um, so in Germany, they in 2009, they had a reality show called Mission Hollywood. I love Germany. I've been to Germany many times. I've helped some German friends. They're very corny people. So that, that's why it makes me laugh. Yeah. So this reality show is Mission Hollywood. And the mission was, whatever, if you win the show, you got a walk-on role on Twilight. <gasps> what? No. Who was it? In this film, you got to be Rosalie's friend in one of the flashback scenes. So a German girl won this, filmed it, whatever. The director decided to cut that entire part out. Oh! Oh, Fuck me! (laughs) That guy's a dick! Yeah, what what a piece of shit. So, so, So the German girl that won was very excited. It was not in the final film because it didn't fit with, apparently didn't fit with, like, how the how they wanted the movie to look fuck you this is twilight two seconds stupid yeah you can't give this girl her moment she won the contest (laughs) that was a new fact a new fact sour note to end on fuck i bet nikki reed fucking hates the director here that wouldn't surprise me a lot of like anti-nikki reed stuff and don't say end on joe we got a lot to do sorry kate (laughs) we got our awards and then our games so yes so Eclipse. Who was this movie made for? Me. <laughs> Kate Hudson. Girls in unrealistic love triangles. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Most likely to succeed. At the end of the movie, which character won the movie? Which character is most likely to succeed? Edward. 
Hundred percent. Like he, yeah, Edward. I'm gonna say Brie Tanner because she doesn't have to be subjected <laughs> to being a teenager who never gets a mate listening to her vampire family bone all night. Fair enough. Fair you enough. You got the sweet, quick release of death. Anna Kendrick is Jessica, though. Is that her character's name? What's her name? Yeah. So she she does her like valedictorian speech, whatever. She has like a couple lines of like "fuck you." To be honest, it was so corny and bullshitty that it sounded like a valedictorian speech. No, it did. It did. But she's like at the party, which I love. I love that Alice throws a party for everyone. That's where Jacob shows up, and he's like, "Oh," but she's like, "I'm a natural born leader." Who says that? People that aren't natural born leaders. I read that article about Anna Kendrick shitting on this and I did agree with her she's like there's no way my character would have been valedictorian like there's no way grades were not a priority for this girl I'm like oh I did read yeah I read part of this article I saw the title of this guy that was like yeah she was like yeah she's just dicking around the whole time so like what (laughs) fair enough fair enough but uh to me she's my most likely to succeed because she's valedictorian valedictorian good for her Good for her. And I know we didn't talk enough about this party because it's like whatever, but I just watched a movie for this podcast called Staten Island Summer with Ashley Green, who plays Alice. And she was like the sex object in that movie. She's like in a bikini and like everyone's like all over her. And like I watched and like, not that Alice is ugly by any means, but like she's distinctly like not a sex object. Which yeah. is not a bad thing. No, I think she she has horror energy. She does. You Alice think has, so? Has, she has, has some horror energy. energy. No, no, no. She has horror energy, but it's 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 directed. It's not it's not widespread like you know Bella's mom. It she has like direct horror energy. You're like, hey, if I was in that circle, you'd get it. But I'm not in that circle. That's what I'm saying. I think they just style her like a forty year old divorcee who shops exclusively. <laughs> Dude, that's what Legos. I. This is what I said to. I was like. Who gave her this haircut? Like in this movie, like why they style her like this? She looks like she's. Oh, that's what I was saying. So there's like a point where Alice is like, "Oh, do you want to come sleep over at my house, Bella? Like your boyfriend won't be there in in front of Charlie." Okay, okay, and- Joe. Before you continue, this is actually going to be my next question to you because Kate, Kate, don't say anything because you ridiculed me for for making this assumption. First time I watched this movie. When she has that conversation with Charlie. Yes. And then the conversation after that is like, oh, I really like Edward's sister. Uh, And then she's like, you should find someone else. I thought they were shipping Alice and Charlie. I thought that was like the next little romance here. No. Are you really asking the guy who wants a little light sexual assault in Twilight? Rather, he wants a dad and like a teenager to go at it. She's not. She's that's a thirty-year-old woman, though. That's what. That's what. This was my point at the end of my point was that that is a thirty-year-old woman. Like, why is a thirty-year-old woman coming to hang out and have a sleepover with your seventeen-year-old daughter? Like, he should have been questioning her. I get where Brian's going. I don't agree, but I get where Brian's going. Alice is, she's nowhere a teenager. Not anywhere close. No, she doesn't act like, I forget that she is. That's why it's so weird to me. She wouldn't get carted at a bar. Do you remember that scene when the Cullens go up to like the regular high school kids at the table and invite them to a party? Did that seem like teens inviting teens to a party? No. No, It was like parents inviting teens to a party. (laughs) That's a 
great great grandparents inviting teens to a party. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, come to my party," and they were like skeptical. I'm like, I'd be skeptical too. I'm like, "What? It, like you're inviting I us?" Think to these your are house? all the fucking cops that they sent here <laughs> to bust us for underage drinking. Look at how old these fuckers are. They're not teenagers. You oh, know man. that I just found out from my friend that cops can lie to you if you ask them if they're a cop yeah we knew that the whole time did you ever watch <laughs> cops they're like are you a prostitute and they're like no and then they're like hey okay i'll pay you for sex and they're like you're arrested i'm a cop like it happens all the time that's depressing okay, well i always thought if i asked are you a cop they had to tell me they don't make the laws to help us they make the laws to help them yeah that's what i'm saying also like don't t- lawyer 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 this is General advice, the advice I've given my sister, advice I've given everybody, but like specifically my sister, if you're in a bad situation, lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. Yeah, never talk all you say. That's all you say. And lawyer lawyer up. Lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. Wooderson Award. Is there a character here you would have liked to see more of? Hmm. Rosalie, always. (laughs) Have a huge show. Billy Black. He was really cool in this movie. I think I want more Billy in this movie. Billy Black. Nice. I'm with it. I'm with it. Long Duck Dong Award. Is there a character you would have deleted from the film? Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> Thank you. High fives. Jacob? He's one of our principals. Why? He's so fucking whiny and simpy this whole yeah. fucking movie. I can't stand it. It's awful. You should be with me, Bella. I've given you zero reason for that. Except I'm, I'm not and I'm a shirt. hotter and don't wear shirts. He literally says that. Yeah, I am hotter. He says it. Yeah. He, he says that people can love... More than one person at a time. Would you watch that, Joe? A three-way porno between Taylor Lautner, K. Stu, and uh, Rob Arpats? Uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely would. Well, I mean, we do Twilight Forever. How could we not? I don't, don't think it'd be very interesting, though. I don't think Arpats and uh, Taylor Lautner have a lot of chemistry. No. It would be it would be like a lot of like one and then switch. There would never be like a full engagement. 4G. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. Uh, Cameron Fry Award. <laughs> this is a weird one. Did anyone look too old to be a high schooler? They all Alice. Did. <laughs> but Al- Alice will take the cake in this one, but they all do. Especially yes. again, when they walk up to that table, it's like, these are not high schoolers. You don't go to school Emmett, with them. <laughs> yeah, he could he could win too, but Alice for sure. That's a, that's a 30-year-old woman. Like, I've seen that woman at a bar one time. She's already divorced. Like, I know that woman. So I don't care what scale you rate this movie on, but let me let you know that it's 48% by the critics, 60% by the audience on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not that bad, to be honest with you. 2.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Joe, since you are you are the official guest of this lap, what will you grade this movie? Any scale you want. I give it... I have to be home at 4.30 out of 5. <laughs> How about you, Kate? What will you grade this movie? <laughs> Hang on. Sorry, guys. I'm hungover. I'm eating potato chips on mute. Um, I mean, I, I laughed at what Joe said, but you think <laughs> that's why. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it, you know, one dead. Oh, no, that's not right. I don't fucking know. It's great. I'm going to give it a snow top mountain three way. <laughs> okay. Out of five? Just out, out of, of three. I, I, I'm going to. Why did why do we have to quantify it, man? Just like it doesn't no, okay, okay, whatever you want. Mountain three way. And if that's your bag, great. If not, well there you have it. Look, if you're someone who would enjoy a snow top mountain three way, you would like this movie. 
if you would not enjoy Am that. I the cold one or the warm one? I think it's completely the inverse. If you're somebody who's looking for Snowtop Mountain three-way, you're probably going to be really disappointed in this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. even answer the crucial question, how does Edward masturbate? Yes, true. Because you know Emmett does. Year seven of this podcast, that's all it's going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> Just can you phone me in and be like, hey, we're talking about it again. Yeah, like, Joe, come in. <laughs> For two seconds. I need you to hear what Kate just asked and pretended like she didn't understand that she ever asked it's, this before. It's the again. year 2034. My own my own daughter is on the podcast. And Kate, is, <laughs> and Kate is asking my daughter, who's on that lap, do you think Edward masturbates? I'm like, Joe, come in. You gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> I, think, I, think it's just, I think if we assume he doesn't, it solves a lot of issues. But I don't think that that is going to be historically accurate. There's no verisimilitude in that. <laughs> oh man okay eclipse sleeping bag what does your eclipse sleeping bag look like it's just jacob's body wrapped around me (laughs) (laughs) i mean is there any other option kate is there any other option Uh, you could be a volturi robe but that's more appropriate for the next two movies yeah um oh i know what mine is it's that god awful ring Oh, oh, wait. God. oh, yeah, it's the god awful ring. So Edward gives Bella a ring because they, you know, they're debating marriage the entire time, and it is a terrible ring. You're absolutely right. It's the worst ring I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, mine is going to be a, and I want to get into this a little bit later, but the Seattle vampires, the way they dress, they're very like gothic, and it's going to be one of those kind of attire, right? Like a lot of buckles, a lot of black fabrics, and just like. Okay. A hot topic kind of sleeping bag. Oh, nice one. segue. Before we do that segue, if I was a better podcaster, I'd have a good segue for that. But don't want to forget this category. Rent two movies, get one free. Do you got two picks or one picks, guys? Do you want to do a joint pick or I would say one. Can I pick one? Okay, the kit you have one other one, and it can't be Con Air or another Twilight film. The three of us were at Blockbuster. We're at the magical blockbuster at every movie. We know we are renting. We know we are renting Twilight Eclipse. But we get to the counter, we see a sign that says rent movies, get one free. And I said, Joe, Kate, go to the back, pick one movie each for our Twilight Eclipse trifecta. What are the, the two other movies we're renting? Kate, you go first. Okay, can it be a movie that's never actually been released? Yes, because I, you got me here. I said the blockbuster defies all space, time, and logic. So what is that movie? We're watching The Day the Clown Cried, that Jerry Lewis um, Auschwitz movie. Why? You, what? You guys know about this, right? I don't. What? I don't. Please explain. It's basically where he's a clown that lures children into the gas chamber, and it's so bad that he refused to ever allow it to be released, and it won't, but he gave it to the Library of Congress, so it will be released in 2024, I believe, and it's known to be so bad that like Harry Shearer is on record saying, I read it, and it was the most ill-conceived concept for a movie ever. And I think that I would show this one because it's a weird fucking movie, but two, it contextualizes how awesome Twilight is. Okay, you've really set the tone, Kate. <laughs> that sounds like a fucked up movie. Joe, Yeah. what do you have for this trifecta that's going to make us want to hurt ourselves? I'm going to pick Lifetime's Lethal Love Triangle because um, I haven't seen it, but that title sounds like it fits. Lethal Love Triangle. Oh, boy. I can guarantee you, and well, not guarantee, I know for a fact, everything, anything I could say, swear in everyone's life, that these three movies have never been seen in the same evening together. 
least like lethal love triangle seems like it would totally fit because if we know anything it's that the lifetime movie is definitely about a lethal love triangle i agree i agree i mean you're totally right and i that's why joe i knew even before we had really talked about this that you'd be a great person for lap two because of your love of lifetime movies because these are almost the ultimate lifetime movies they are twilight forever it's all twilight of our lifetimes forever yeah. Okay, so we had a bunch of homework. This is my favorite part, homework and games. First, we had a Twilight pop culture assignment, which is to watch a uh, Twilight or vampire-related thing that is permeated pop culture. Joe, you suggested this one, a South Park episode called The Ungroundables. Yes. Joe, why'd you pick this one, and what were your thoughts? I love this because I remember this episode from before I'd ever seen Twilight. I just knew it existed. And it's an episode where the school is permeated with a bunch of kids that are into Twilight. So they become vamp kids. And it's hilarious because they look so similar to the goth kids. The goth kids get really pissed at them. I found that very hilarious because when I was in high school, and I think that, you know, we're all kind of the same age, there was no vamp kids in high school or grade school, right? <laughs> like we didn't have that, but we definitely had goth kids. We had emo, but we didn't have vamp kids. I've done what you've asked. A case of Dr. Pepper and Cherry Twizzlers. Who are you going to give this to? I mean, vampires can't eat people food. You have done well. Are you ready to become one of us, per se? Yeah, I guess. Are you sure? Because once you're in South Park Vampire Society, you can't ever leave. Well, I'm sick of being being pushed around by my dad, by kids at school. Then it is time for your transformation, per se. Let it begin! This way, prepare thyself. You shall drink vampire blood, and your transformation will be complete, Percy. With this, thy transformation is done. Oh, that tastes awful! It is finished. Welcome, Butters, to the South Park Society of Vampires. <laughs> What did you guys think about the ungroundables? Well, I'll say this. After watching that Parks and Recreation episode, I expect a little bit more Twilight in here that yes. wasn't here. However, I watched this before I rewatched Eclipse, and this reminded me more of the Seattle vampires in this movie because, like, they seem more like a cool vampire club in school rather, <laughs> rather than actual vampires right and i kind of remember this not so much for me but i remember when kids at the mall started dressing like vampires after twilight and there were it's true there was actually kids with the fangs like yeah out and really about. oh yeah yeah that became a thing i don't remember that they were younger than me none nobody my age 
but there was kids like younger than us that just started doing this. I went to Mexico with my family, like kind of around when Twilight came out. And we're going to a mall there and the kids were dressed like vampires and they had Twilight shirts on. I'm like, oh my God, what is this thing? And maybe like growing up, not like Twilight, which was unfair, you know, because I don't know why I was just, I was being a hater. I'm not a hater anymore, clearly, but I'll just say I wish the South Park episode leaned more into the Twilight stuff. I would like to hear more Edward and Bella things rather than just. Yes. So contextually, there was like a Bella nod. They do wear some Twilight t-shirts. They do pretend like they're vampires, but it's more about like the permeation of Twilight to bring in vampire culture than opposed to actually being about Twilight. I understand. Kate, what were your thoughts on the episode? Just remember burning down Hot Topic. I think I did see this episode at the time. (laughs) And I think one of those South Park guys was a goth guy because he, like, nails the goth music really well. Yes. The music in this episode is so good. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. I feel like like this is more a love letter to being goth with shitting on Twilight. That's fair. That's a jumping off point as opposed to a Twilight sort of homage. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Did you guys have uh, goth kids in your high school? Maybe you were a goth kid. I don't know. Come on. What part of what part of the way I present myself makes you think I'm a goth? Like I I was a goth kid. I can't even say that goddamn word right now. But you had them. No. Oh, of course. It was Alaska. (laughs) Alaska feels very goth. Like I not going to lie. And. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kate. I guarantee that there are like people who were goth and then they moved to Alaska after <laughs> after that. It feels like sounds, a goth sounds welcoming. Yeah, it feels like a goth place to live. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Village Inn was in this though. So that's I. I messaged you guys. I dated the guy whose family started Village Inn. What is Village Inn? Give us the context for it. Okay, so Village Inn is Denny's, but it's specifically in Alaska and like Colorado. Okay. I knew this because I'm a weirdo and I go on Wikipedia prompts, but I knew like most people would know that it's like a Western food chain, right? Like they have, like Denny's is a great way to put it. It's a Denny's. It really is a Denny's, but it's a nicer Denny's. So, so tell us about your uh, history with Village Inn guy. Oh God, it was years ago. Did he, have, ye- did he have a patch over his eye? I don't think so. He was fine. I was not into it. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're usually like, oh, he was a race car driver. He never called me again. Or He died in a hot tub. He, he died in a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's one of those like normal people. I probably had no business being around. <laughs> Makes sense. We'll share more on our uh, dating show, our dating advice show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint here. <laughs> Other than that, you know, um, fun to watch it. I've got to be honest with you. It's been a struggle to find, like, more things that really, really hit home on the Twilight. I get this sense that a lot of people like to make fun of Twilight, but not a lot of people have seen Twilight who make fun of Twilight. Does uh, that make sense? That's fair. Yeah. Because I don't think they watch Twilight, the people who, who made this. Uh, what do you call it? Yes. Matt, yes. Matt they were just Trey. like. Yeah. They were just shitting on it. Yeah. Because men love to shit on things for women. But the Parks and Rec episode clearly, clearly the- had fans. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so I don't remember all the kids. What I remember is all the women horny on Maine for Edward. That's my memory of Twilight <laughs> is because I was 23, 24 when the first movie came out. So I just remember like all the women just being horny on Maine. <laughs> Makes sense. Well, the next game we play, Joe, why don't you tell the rules? That is our Twitter game. Boy, oh, do we have a podcast for you. So what are the rules, Oh, Joe? yes. This is a game that we started over on Too Fast, Too Forever, which is where you can find me. 
weekly. And it's a game where you find a, a tweet that relates to us, to us talking. And you try to find someone that you're like, you know what, that person gets it. They would be a fan or it's just a weird tweet, whatever you feel like. But either or. And uh, that's how you do it. Then you tell them, boy, do we have a podcast for you? And uh, see what they say. Everyone take a second to find a tweet if you haven't found one already. If you found one, let me know. Oh, I got mine. I got mine already. So, Joe, you go first. Share it. Share this one because it's for everyone. Share it in the uh, Zoom the chat. chat. Let me open up the chat. This is from August 24th. It's from Ben's at it's underscore Benzy underscore bitch. My girlfriend texts me how Twilight Eclipse is just a long threesome. <laughs> Boy, do we have a podcast for Ben's. That's a good one. Because yeah. it's true. It's, it's just a long threesome. It is. Okay, so I forgot about this assignment until just now. So this is what I just found. All, all good, all good. Just... Nobody reminded me about this. I did, but okay. It was in the thing. Did you? Oh, I was real <laughs> drunk last night, though. It was in the thing before that, too. But <laughs> hold on. This is a good tweet, actually. You did really good. Yeah. Okay, so Joe, yes. What do you want me to say? It is 100% just a very long it threesome. It is 100% a very long threesome. Boy, do, Boy we do we have a podcast for you. By the way, just to recap on the score, nobody has commented on anything. Yeah, you know, I know. That's normally how this this, this segment goes. So Because <laughs> it's a little weird. It's a yep. little weird. It is weird, but I love it. No, that's how it works. No one has, com- no one has liked anything we've ever said. So yep. They everyone... just ignore us, block us, whatever. Yeah. All right. Kate. K- Kate Hudson. Okay, I'm up. Yeah. This is from Norm, who's at Norma Chichenny. She says, constantly thinking about the baseball scene in Twilight when Bella tells Rosalie she's out when it clearly looks like she's safe. It's very true. Not of this film, but I'll count it because... No, it doesn't need to be about this. this No, you're right, you're right, you're right. So what would you like to say, Kate? Bella's a bitch. No, that's not nice. (laughs) Bella (laughs) knows as much about baseball as she does about men. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Bella knows a lot about men, though. She does. Okay. Bella knows as much about baseball as she does about life. There you go. As much about about baseball as she does about life. Boy, do... We have a pod for you. Where's yours, Brian? So I didn't like my original. I was looking for other ones. I guess I didn't do my homework. I was like, oh, this one was great. Then I found it was from Rachel from last night. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever did the wigs on Twilight Eclipse deserves to be fired. That's very cheating, yeah. By the way, side note, I haven't mentioned this. I was waiting for you to get on the podcast, Joe. Yeah. The, the whole uh, Facebook top fam thing has been hilarious to me. I'm glad you like it. Kate, are you aware of what Facebook top fan status is? Yeah, I'm top fan of a couple really weird things. <laughs> so uh, Joe was the original High School Slumber Party top fan. Top fan here, yes. Not that you tried, but like it happened, right? Yeah. And then for whatever reason, he lost his status. To Rachel. To, and Rachel got it, which is... <laughs> She got hers, and I lost mine, like, the same time. So the algorithm was like, no, she's actually the top fan. And it's been two months of the algorithm, and now they're, like, just today. I was going to mock you. This morning. I was going to mock you for being not 
not the top fan anymore and your wife being top fan, but just today, you're both, for whatever reason, top fans now, and I love it. Yes. <laughs> top fan back. I got my status again. I don't know why or how, but, like, um, yeah. Thank you. This is a big day for you. It, it's a, it was a huge morning because I commented one and I was like, hey, using your top ba- fan badge here. And I was like, oh, fuck yes, it's back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, top fan here of High School Summer Party. I have thoughts and directions that I would like to take the show as a top fan. We'll have a top fan meeting. This is my tweet. I'm just going to choose this one. This was. It says, <laughs> and it, you showed your cat before, and it says, watching, it's by Hannah, watching all the Twilight movies with my cat. We're now watching Eclipse. Ha 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 ha. I can't get Bella. Where the hell have you been, Loka? Out of my head. <laughs> Bella! Where the hell have you been, Loka? <laughs> and it's a cat. It's a cute cat, too. That movie, though, is it? No, it's a different... You said she remembers from before, and that's what she's laughing about, and the cat is there. It's cute. Yeah, she can't. She, she's remembering a previous movie in her head. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Boy, do we have a podcast for you, says the creeper. <laughs> yeah. There we go. And I'll let you guys know if anyone scores any points during the entire lap of this game. Highly unlikely. <laughs> but we'll try. I got one like on too fast that like somebody like we did a boy to we have podcast for you and they like been like responding on Twitter and possibly listening. So I was like, oh, and now they like, like three it. years. But yeah, That's cool. We got one. Well, we'll see if anyone scores on that. The other games are more fun anyway, though. I do like that one. Here's the deal, guys. We've been playing the, the trading card game. Yes. We've been having a good time. I actually have an Eclipse pack. Oh, shit. That's cool. I won't have for every movie, so don't get your hopes up, but we're going to open up an Eclipse pack. And how you play this game is, this is a, uh, NECA is a card and toy company. They had the Twilight license. They released a bunch of cards for trading cards for the Twilight movies. I don't know if anyone cared about them at the time. They're great because they come in these great packs. Look, I have a New Moon one that I put on my desk. It's beautiful. Like, they're really nice packs. So what we do is we play a little game. Where you guys kind of draft who do you think is going to be in the packs? I want to go first. And then wait, who went first last time? Uh, Joe, uh, Kate. Kate, Joe, Joe, it is your turn. Kate, you went first last time. Cool. How it works is if you guess what's on the card, you get the points. But we do a little bit of a draft here. You get to have three picks, so we go back and forth. So Joe, you first. Who's your first? Bella. Pick? Bella. Okay, Kate. Edward. Who's your first? Edward. Easy Jacob. Pick. Joe, Jacob. I want the Cullens collectively. Cullens group, I'll put it as. Joe, uh, last pick. I'm I'm feeling Jasper. Jasper? There's going to be a Jasper one in there, yeah. I just want to remind the listeners out there and you guys that it's not just things like Bella's truck was one once. It's like, yeah, 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 true. So, okay, I want, um, I want a wolf. Oh, fuck you. Like that's a CGI good. wolf. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. All right, so I am opening this card pack fresh. I've never seen it before. You guys get points. Test. You're going to say it again, but I will send you the cards you win for sure. But aside from that, the winner will get a prize at the end of this year of whoever gets most points in this. 
So here, a fresh pack being opened, never before opened. It was made in a factory in China, sealed in here. We're ready for it. Well, I heard that good crack. Let's do it. Good crack. The first card is Concern from Charlie. Nobody had Charlie, right? Oh, nobody had Charlie. That's a good one. This is a very good card. Concern. Charlie sits on the couch at his home after a day of work. His brow is furrowed with concern as he reads the Seattle Times. Murders, disappearances, possible work of a serial killer. And side note, so there wasn't a lot of a uh, extra scenes in Eclipse in the extended edition. One of them was that scene where Charlie and Bella, Charlie has her armor, his armor on Bella, and they're just like chatting a bit. Like that's the only added scene. The rest were extended scenes. Not a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Ooh, Kate Hudson win here. No trust. It's only CGI wolves. <laughs> I knew there'd be some fucking wolves. It says no trust, Edward. Oh, good pick, Kate. Oh, they fuck. they don't trust us enough to be in their human forms, Carlisle. They came. That's what matters. It's perfect. <laughs> good call. These cards are great, guys. If you have, they are. They're them. really amazing. I want them. If you haven't checked, well, you'll get some. I'll ship them to you. Yes. Unless we have a live show before then. So okay, so Kate, I want to clarify something. You said the Cullens is a group that did not mean every Cullen, right? Like you can't. Correct. Okay, because the next card... I think card, three or more. Three or more, right? The next card... Collins is a group. So, so far, Kate, you have one point. Joe, you have none. The next card, no points. Carlisle Solo. Carlisle Solo. Yeah, it wouldn't have been fair if I just got to call... Yeah, you had to pick Carlisle himself. It says, yeah. she's in their territory. Carlisle. Oh. <laughs> that's that's awesome. a dope-ass card, though. Yeah, yeah that's a that's, really good card. That's a good card. Two more cards, guys. I hope you guys get some points here. I want a Bella Jacob tandem. Come on. 153. Just. Kate! Just <gasps> Edward. It says, no trust. Yeah, yeah. No trust. I'm doing okay this round. It's all bullshit on this pack picking. Okay. You're doing really well, Kate. You're the only one who scored. Joe has zero points. Yeah. What's the last one? Last card. The group photo. So everyone gets a little bit of points. I get two. To Eclipse, it says. It's still one. In Eclipse. You did. You smoked me. The CGI wolves? Come on, man. In, in Eclipse, Bella once again finds herself surrounded by danger as Seattle is ravaged by a string of mysterious killings, and her malicious vampire continues her quest for revenge. In the midst of it all, she's forced to choose between her love, Edward, and her friendship for Jacob. Friendship for Jacob. <laughs> so the or three Jacob. of them are on this cover here. So, But you did pretty well. I wish it did better. Kate My spoke it. The, the, the CGI Wolves one was fucking fire, dude. That was such a good pick. Wait, so if I said CGI Wolves and he gets a point for each, shouldn't I get points for all the Wolves then? Should yeah, that I? was group. That's one thing, though. It was CGI Wolves. If you would have said CGI Seth, CGI whatever, then you would have got multiple points. I could just yes, make up those true. names. I could just that's make true. up those If you would have said like Seth or Sam, out. then you would have got points for Seth and Sam being CGI Wolves in the thing. But that's CGI fair. Wolves means one. Nobody's at Charlie, so that's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the card game. Again, go on eBay, buy NECA Twilight cards that need to be purchased, that need to be opened. The fact that these have never been opened is sad to me. Beautiful. It's kind of, yeah, kind of amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful to me. All right, more games, shall we? Yes, we shall. Yes. All right. I like this game. This is the Kate Hudson eBay purchase of the oh. episode. Before that, though, I have to say, Kate and Joe, you're a hockey guy. You probably remember when this was. This was a while back. But I was at a bar, drinking, obviously, I'm at a bar, 
uh, watching the Islanders play Tampa in yes. in the NHL playoffs. Yes, this and year. Kate messages me, and I wouldn't just say message. Kate bullies me. She's like, "You have to buy this. You make me buy things on the podcast. You have to purchase this item." Okay, you got to use your words. Paint a picture with words on what it is. Yeah, talk. I kind of don't because it's more for the next movie, and I really wanted to get into it in the next movie. I think we'll probably spend a good half an hour on it in the next movie. It's my favorite scene. No, it's my second favorite scene in the next movie. No, it's my third favorite. I was like, I actually said no a couple times, and Kate, you were like, no, you have to buy this. You guys make me waste my goddamn money all the time on you stupid agree to I this. can't use. But so did you. It, it is a, I did not. You. It is a <laughs> painting of the, from the next film we'll talk about. <laughs> so amazing. It is, it's so amazing. It's beautiful. It has naked Jacob with Charlie. Just his back. Just his back. Kate, what, uh, what, what is happening in this scene? Why don't you describe it as you are the Twilight expert? I mean, this is Jacob getting naked in front of a grown man apropos of nothing to explain his werewolfdom. And Charlie basically says in this scene, like, Jacob, can you put your clothes out? And this is uncomfortable. Like, he says that. Because <laughs> Charlie may be drunk, but Charlie's no fool. Charlie... Charlie's my hero, and Charlie says what we all wanted to say, and Kate, you made me buy this picture. We'll talk about it more. It's fucking beautiful. We'll talk about it more so on yeah. another episode. We'll do a deep dive of this scene, but I just want to disclose it, that I did purchase it. I didn't want you to accuse me of not purchasing it. It is here. And that's how committed we are on Twilight Forever. Oh, I've got something for Joe this time, too. I know, I know. Which I didn't agree to, but I will do anyways. But, but you gotta you. do it. You gotta do it. But Joe, the yeah, original exactly. game is, do you pick something for Kate to buy on eBay? I got it. It's going in the chat. Kate, I just want to preface this with um, I felt really bad when you broke your ankle or leg and I was kind of upset about that. And so I, I thought perhaps you might have a case of the Bellas and okay. you might be a little clumsy. I am so, clumsy. So for this today's pick, I chose the Twilight Eclipse three style of 24 <laughs> adhesive bandages in a collectible tin. Wait, you guys already have those. The Eclipse ones? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Here, move, Mitzi. Hang on, let me go. Oh, sorry, Bunny. Hang what? On. Yeah, hang on. It, it, yeah. It came, let me see. Hang on. What? Joe, Joe you better find something else. She already has it. <laughs> so, so describe what it is because she just ran away. It's, describe. It's bandages. It's, Band-Aids. It's, it's Band-Aids. <laughs> they come in a, a collectible tin that has Edward's face on it that says Eclipse, and they're un, they're wrapped. These are quality band aids, but they have like three Eclipse theme band aids in also, the. Mark, I have a tin of sweethearts from New Moon that say Team Edward. I saw the um the, the metal tin. tin. No, so you don't have the band aids. Okay, perfect. So, you so if you have to cut band-aids. yourself to third wife yourself, these are some band aids that'll help you. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. So, Kate, just to check, did you purchase the bikini? No, I purchased the one piece because by the time you guys got them to me, they were all fucking sold out of the good styles. Sorry, sorry. When, so well, so, so why have that. you not posted for me to retweet? She sent She sent the picture of the bikini in the thing. I, I got did. it. But that wasn't, yeah, but we're live on episode now, so you have to do the post. You have to do the. Oh, God. Brian, you know I'm hungover. I, I, I'm not good enough for this right now. I'm kidding. I'll share it. Thank you, Thank Kate. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Wait. <laughs> this is, and now it's payback time. 
I initially was going to get uh, make Joe get a I Love Dilf Charlie shirt, but then I <laughs> oh, saw Oh, that's this. fire. That's really fire. Okay, like, what is this? But then I saw this, and it's so good. It's so good. And it's oh my god, it's so. What okay, the hell so is this? I don't know, but I fucking love it. It's only thirteen dollars. Yeah, I picked a good price for you. And and Joe, oh my god, Joe, this is this is medical and chemistry related. You need to. This is definitely hanging in my house. Like, there's no house? doubt about it. It's house, excuse yes. me work this needs to hang wherever you have a desk oh you want it you want it at my at my bench (laughs) yes that's fine i'll put it there too i would rather have it in the house to see it more often but like i'll see it at work too neither one works this is hilarious (laughs) we're doing a very bad job on this podcast of taking the pictures and posting them on twitter so whenever you buy something and me too yes yes i'll definitely send you a picture okay so at at least for a day let me describe it (gasps) look at at where it ships from too joe look at where it fucking ships from where i don't i can't see that part scroll down Get shipping cost ships from Pittsburgh, PA. Oh, <laughs> this is something after my own heart. I need to like buy it immediately. So oh, there's you only guys, one left. Just describe. This is from describe. the same woman who your painting comes from, by the way. And they also have a painting of Bella petting Jacob in the green screen. Kate, you need, you need to have less of a hot girl summer. You need to be more available so that we can get guests like this. This woman needs to come on this podcast so that she we does. can talk with her. And we need to ask her all the questions. We'll have a little special episode where we can ask her all the questions about oh why she God. does what she does. Okay, I I kind of want the, the petting one too, but I, I definitely need the Edward one. So we haven't described what it was yet. It's Edward, who kind of looks like he's wearing a Michael Myers mask <laughs> in biology class when he first smells Bella. And his forehead is gigantic. His his whole head. And he has like one very small right hand and a very large left hand covering his mouth. And it's like, you know, kind of artsy painty kind of. So um, yeah, I 100% want this thing. This is amazing. It's awesome. It's awesome. Get both, Joe. Just get both. What's $26 for a lifetime? I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one. I, I'm getting the original Edward one. Yeah, and ships from Pittsburgh PA. So guys, if I if I message this lady and she agrees to come on the pod, you're definitely down, right? We're doing this, even if it's a yeah, hundred. What are you talking about? <laughs> just like get her for like a segment. Like we'll just do like an hour somewhere and then t- tap it onto another episode, right? Yeah, I mean we'll, we'll get this in. We'll, we'll or find. there's a bonus, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever it is, we need to talk to this lady because she she either loves Twilight or hates Twilight, but she's equally passionate as us about Twilight because she. She paints the silliest scenes. Come on. Like, you know, like a real Twilight Defender who's going to be like, oh, it's the greatest movie in the world, is not going to paint the scene I have or the CGI wolf one. You know what I mean? Yes, she's, that's what I mean. She's definitely, she she's definitely in league with us. What do you think, Kate? I I hope so. I've noticed in the Twilight resale market, like on Etsy, that a lot of people will just take somebody else's design and put it on a t-shirt so i'm hoping that she actually has painted this cares okay yeah makes sense no i can feel it it feels like it's very feels authentic i'll put that yeah it feels good well we'll ask her and see i mean if not she has her name on the bottom see so perfect there you go I'll, i'll try to reach out to her we'll get her on the air this is what this podcast is about we need to know her passion i agree for this series 
Um, maybe who knows? Maybe she'll replace you, Joe, on Twilight Forever. Maybe she'll be she that. Should. <laughs> she should. She absolutely should. She seems I mean, to get it. I mean, maybe she'll be that much of a fan. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have all our gifts and. Kate, I know somewhere in our deep Twitter you posted that bathing suit. I'll repost that. I'm going to post this poster when we talk about the scene. And Joe, okay. whenever you get that, post it. And Kate, whenever, you get, you, whenever sure. you get the Band-Aids and you inevitably get injured out of a bar, put one of the Band-Aids, <laughs> Band-Aids on you and we'll take it from there. You guys think so highly of my clumsiness. Yeah. Well, we support it. We're all in favor of it. I'm trying to help. I got you band-aids. I'm really fucking clumsy. (laughs) I know. I mean, that's our game, so I don't think we missed a game, right? I don't think so. No, I think we did good. So I gotta give you your homework assignments for the next time. What is the next movie, Kate? Why don't you let all the slumbers know? Breaking Dawn, part one, a.k.a. the forced birther movie. Birth, wedding, a lot of sex in that one. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Bella for it. finally gets. It's oh, the that's movie right. Where Bella finally gets what she wants. That's right. I do remember this now. Yes. Perfect. Bella finally gets what she wants. How long have we been recording for? Jesus. An hour, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Homework for next time. Get your tweet. Get the eBay purchases down. And now yeah. that we've opened it up to everyone, so you can challenge anyone here to buy something on. Kate has to buy something. That's the rule. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> but if you'd like to challenge someone else, anyone here, you're more than you welcome. You can drop the gauntlet. You're more than welcome. So, Joe, the one thing we do here is we do talk about Twilight's impact on pop culture. And I've been talking to some some listeners and some people uh, who just like Twilight, and they thought it was fun. Kate, this is easy for you because you don't have to do any homework because I know you've already done this. But the Twilight soundtracks are something that have been even critically acclaimed today. People enjoy them today despite what they think about the films. Yeah. I want you to take some time to listen to the Twilight soundtracks, maybe when you're Fair. driving to work or going to get groceries. Staring at the poster that I just bought. Staring <laughs> at the poster. There's there's five of them, so there's a lot, but just have them on your playlist. Listen, because next time we're going to talk about your thoughts on the Twilight soundtracks. I want a top five songs from all the soundtracks. I know it's big homework. We're doing all at once? Okay, that's fine. I'll do it. Um, yeah. And Kate, I got this. I I know you could list your top five songs right now. I know you're I an sure expert could. on these soundtracks. I sure am. But I thought we it would be a good idea to get into the music of Twilight because it's such a big part of the movies and one of the more timeless parts of the film. So, Joe, I'm not going to quiz you. I'm not going to be like, what is uh, uh, the fifth track on the Eclipse soundtrack? I'm not going to say that. I get but, it. But I'll um, give you a good listen and I'll, I'll, I'll provide some thoughts. Yeah. Immerse yourself. I will. Pick five songs that you want to go over. Kate, I know you'll be ready for that, despite not remembering this, but... <laughs> yep, sure won't. <laughs> and, and we'll get there, but that that is your extra, extra homework, pop culture-wise. Extra credit. Extra credit, of course. So uh, anything you want to plug or say before we get out of here after this two-hour and 30-minute long fiasco? Yes. Um, you can find me weekly on Tuesdays, and sometimes there's bonus episodes on Fridays at too fast to forever at on the cage club podcast network right next to this one and um at too fast to forever.com we talk about fast and furious movies other car movies all kinds of silly bullshit um and uh you should listen to it because it's just more of this nonsense so do it and kate uh you'll be on high school summer party uh in the near future i know you don't know that but uh we have 
our reu- our high school reunion movies coming up, and you volunteered for one and a half of them. Definitely want you on one. If I can get you on two, great. But I don't know if you'll have enough uh, sober. Are, are we mornings. talking Romeo and Michelle's and Girls Point Blank? Th- those are the two that you technically signed up for. I so. love those <laughs> So you'll be on soon, and thanks as always for coming on. Um, anywhere people can read your writing online, or is that not happening anymore? I, I mean, nah, not right now. I basically just... You should write a really good article about Edward, like, could Edward masturbate, but like a breakdown of like, a, like a scientific breakdown. And I think that it will probably go viral instantly. <laughs> I think, well, he, well, obviously he can scientifically because of the next movie. I need to dig deeper into this because, yeah. Saying. Unlock it. Emmett I want to read it. Masturbates. I bet you anything Carlisle masturbates. Jasper probably masturbates and Alice is in the room and into it. Like, it's, it's, but what about Edward? Joe, you'll, we'll always have this trifecta in some capacity when you're off Twilight forever. We'll do something else. We'll bring you back on for sure because we have, we have too much fun. But we're still in kind of a, a flux of who the next person will be. Um, Kate, you've given me some ideas, some good ideas. Um, some people have volunteered to be on. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, Mr. Mike Manzi is chomping at the bit. We'll see if he gets on. But <laughs> true. <laughs> but we'll, uh, Kate, you'll be on Gross Point Blank with Mike, so maybe we can discuss that there. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I mean, anything else you guys want to say, or should we just skedaddle? Because cheers, cheers, thanks, friends. Oh, oh, what a good conversation we had with Joe Two and Kate Hudson talking Twilight Eclipse. Can't wait till we talk Breaking Dawn Part 1 because that movie is bananas. <laughs> oh, man, we'll have them on again soon. I can't wait to listen to all the Twilight soundtracks and let you know what my favorite of the equation is, or at least my top five. But of course, summer is continuing just for a little bit we're pushing the sun keeping it in the sky a little bit longer Woo, speaking of weather my area new york area a lot of flooding my heart goes out to all the people i know personally well everyone who is affected by these floods by the remnants of hurricane ida and that goes not just for the new york area everyone who's been affected by this crazy hurricane season my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone Luckily, me and my family were okay, but a lot of friends had a lot of flooding, a lot of property damage, so yeah, that that stinks, that stinks, it's not a good way to end your summer. Damn, hurricanes, not the best. Where was I, though? Oh, 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 summer does still continue, at least for another week, as Labor Day here in the United States is on Monday, we have an episode, a Labor Day special, if you will. It's not a summer movie. It is High School Slumber Party AP, as it is the first Monday of the month. So Dr. Island Addington will be back with me. Of course, High School Slumber Party AP, we talk modern teen films. And the modern teen film we have is a Netflix film from 2019 called Tall Girl. You know that really, really tall girl that you go to school with? Would you maybe want to... Well, that's me. Um, never, never mind. 16 years old, six foot one and a half. Well, how's the weather up there? Nice sweatpants, Sasquatch. What'd you say to my best friend? Farida, please. Honey, you just have to be strong in the face of adversity. Oh, I love it. That's the one. You're perfect. 
I just think it's crazy you won't date a short guy. You really think that at any moment some taller than you perfect guy is just gonna walk through that door? I just want you to feel normal. Dad, every time you try to make me feel more normal, you just end up making me feel like more of a freak. I, I need your help. Little sister, I've been waiting for this day to come my entire life. I'm going to extreme makeover the crap out of you. Let's get to work. Push a so you're telling me that a lip gloss and a lip glass are too many. Oh, stop stressing. I look like grandma's couch. Or a beautiful mermaid princess. Now this is me. I like new Jody. Face your fears, Jody. Going after what you want, Jody. I've been in love with this girl since elementary school, and this new guy blows up my plan. <laughs> You're moving in on my man. No, I'm not. Stay away from him. I will. Stop agreeing with everything I'm saying. Okay. <gasps> We've all got something about ourselves we wish we could change. You're my big little sister. That's me. The only thing that we can control is how we deal with it. When you're a tall girl, it's it's the only thing that people see. It's not the only thing I see. I just want to make sure that you don't get hurt. So that's your unofficial homework. Watch Tall Girl. By the way, we'll have a guest, the first ever guest on High School Slumber Party, AP, a friend of Iceland's who wrote a paper on tall people and people who don't fit what society's norms are. And that's Dr. Jane Webb. Can't wait to talk to her. Two doctors and little old me. <laughs> oh, man, but that's going to be fun. Whew. Hope you enjoyed Twilight. Hope you will enjoy Tall Girl or won't enjoy. By the way, if you hear a buzzing in the background, this uh, beach house here on San Emilio Island has one of those Roombas. You know, the automatic robot vacuums and it's kind of haunting me so apologies if you can hear that in the background one more thing i'd like to say life moves pretty fast and if you don't stop look around once in a while you could miss it another song off eclipse how about the song called eclipse the band is called metric see you on monday It's over.
Go home. Go.